Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. DFS, DFS. Lots of baseball tonight, buddy. Fortnite is a trash game. Shooting guns, building walls. It's the lame way to get carpal. At least play Major League Baseball the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Too much porn. We'll give you carpal, though. <laughs> Stooch. Stooch. I guess that college basketball investigation went away because of the envelopes. Yeah, envelopes going to... Uh, the other, uh, not to the players, exactly, but to the congressman. Exactly. Hey, congressman, here's your diamond-encrusted suitcase. Do something. I will say this. Do something. There was a time in my life when I used to receive envelopes. I really wish I saved that money. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were just pissing it away. <laughs> Could really use it now. <laughs> Sorry, that's actually bad memory. I only I give away envelopes Yeah, now. that's the thing. I don't get many either. I just... There's more going the other way. That's a problem. <laughs> Phil, Twitter's blowing up over what? Phil Mickelson. What, what, Phil's shirt? It's yeah. so bad. Like, I can't tell you. Like from, And that's the thing about Phil. He had the alligator shoes, Gabe. Like, I literally think the guys from Swamp World, like, or, uh, you know, the Swamp guys, killed that alligator, shined it up, and put it on Phil's feet. He's got these slacks that are, like, made of silk. He's usually rocking, like, a nice... You know, beautiful. Sh- like Phil is known to have styles that cost like three to five thousand dollars, and now he's rocking this workday shirt. Like I, I got to admit, like he's the really best, taking a step back. The best is Phil tweeted out, "How do I look?" And people respond, "Brutal. You look hot. <laughs> <laughs> you look very warm, Phil." <laughs> it reminds me though of Bobby Riggs when Bobby Riggs played uh, Billie Jean King. He wore a jacket uh, for a promo company. I think they were like lollipops, like Sugar Daddy or something, because he was a big sexist. So she had the Sugar Daddy sponsor. And he had like a yellow jacket with like big Sugar Daddy on the back. And he's 56 years old. It's hot as hell in the Houston Astrodome. And he's getting his ass kicked by Billie Jean King. And, um, you know, his his coach says to him in between sets, Bobby, you gotta, why don't you take the jacket off? He's like, I can't. I already accepted the money. <laughs> it's like a crusty the clown. That's a crusty the yeah, clown move. He's a degenerate gambler, right? So he already took the money and he blew the money. He's like, I can't. I can't. I already spent the money. That's exactly right? like, what we used to do. I gotta wear the. Uh, trust me, I've been there. I'm like, oh, well, I remember we got the envelope. I'm like, wow, we don't even get to keep it. <laughs> nice dinner, though. The envelopes are always nice, but then you're on the hook for the next uh, yeah, two years. The problem is when you get an envelope, somebody. It's kind of like what Fat Tony says. You have to do something in return. Oh, come I've on, done Fat this, Tony. Though. I thought I made it when I deal with a mop. I've done this, though. <laughs> I've, 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 uh, I've gone golfing in, like, black and, like, 
thick pants. Oh, yeah. I've, I've done stupid stuff yeah. where I'm dying on the golf oh, course. Oh, yeah, like you are literally got catty ass. Like you need pampers because it's so hot out there. I know that's a problem. <laughs> you know what? If we if I ever went golfing this, like we said, we, went, we had a golf tournament last summer. It was a fun time, actually. We did have a good time, but... You know, there was sunburned yeah. and pain and soreness. It and was a lot of neat, 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 yeah, yeah, drinking and things got wild. Drinking. The UFC was that night. A lot yeah. of money was lost. It was just sort of a whole debacle the whole weekend. Uh, you know, the golf and then, you know, it beat us down for a prolonged period of time. If we did it like on a nice, like today, it's not, you know, I don't want to golf in the sun, man. I'm with you. On a nice, like, cloudy day. That's when you want to golf. Have you met me? Like, look at me. I'm the epitome of, like, like I don't even know what you can do. Like, you could sit me outside in the shade, and I'm getting sunburned. You're right, Marenzi. Like, I can't, I can't hack the 90-degree the uh, golf tournament. Too much for me. I'd rather do it in the, the like, when it's bleak, as you say. I, li- I, like, bleak. It, I like it bleak. If you're bleak, course. you're bleak. I like bleak. All right. Uh, baseball board. Kind of bleak uh, tonight. Eh, there's, uh, yeah, there's a few things. We actually went uh, did pretty good in baseball last night. The Jays, oh, we crushed the Jays, it. Yeah, the Jays, came, the Jays came back. Dodgers won. Uh, the pitchers and DFS did good. The only game I was stupid. I actually went on uh, a vibe with San Francisco. That was the only mistake. But uh, Baltimore came back against Kansas City. Yeah, it was a nice night last night. But uh, tonight's board's a little bit uh, tricky, I'm uh, thinking. I like my lineup this evening, and I'm pretty much getting into um, pretty much just into the stack uh, mode right now. Instead of overthinking and trying to ride too many different players and matchups, I'm just going to try to pick on the uh, the bad pitchers and uh, keep this uh, simple. All right, so let's start off uh, here tonight, uh, Cam. Yep. Let's jump in as far as uh, our pitching is concerned. You and I are the same. We both always like to uh, look for that value when it comes to the arms. And I'm going to go with a guy here right now. $7,000, Cam. $7,000, not getting a lot of respect uh, because of his reputation. He's a little bit older, but CC Sabathia. CC Sabathia. He's 2 0 with a 0.3 earned run average and four starts since coming off the disabled uh, list. Um, you know, there's nothing not you, to like about you him, said actually, it. here. His last three starts, take a look at this six innings, no earned runs, seven K, seven innings pitched. Like, guys he, are he he in his, his last four starts, he hasn't given up a single home run. It's unbelievable. He, this guy's really in the hot tub time machine. He's 1.339 ERA. Like, wow, a whip of 0.87. Let's give CC Sabathia nice a lot of credit, up. man. That, this guy's older, and know what he has? He's actually figured out how to pitch. He's he one has, of those things that we talked about. His game. That's like we talked about Hap when uh, the King was on with us. When he was with Pittsburgh, he was an absolute gas can, and then he started to f- figure it out. CC Sabathia, just a smart guy. He's like, I'm older now. I don't. St- I, I, I can't throw with that velocity. Pitch, nibbling. And that, you know what? If you can actually do that, you know what it is, stuff, actually, that's beautiful stuff. You know what it is? He stopped drinking. That really, yeah. I'm starting to think the moral of the story is because every time we tell a story where bad things happen, and it was well, a dude, debacle. It's always CC, alcohol related. Remember, well, yeah. CC's a bath. Oh, he had that incident. He's kind of already a bigger dude. You used to call him carbs. Yeah, CC no, yeah, carbs. No, no, carbs and yeah, calories. Yeah, yeah. CC stand for carbs and calories. Yeah, carbs. You guy was a bigger carrots and celery. Bigger dude. Bigger guy. He is a big guy. Uh, alcoholic, drank a lot. Lefty. And, uh, you know, then his, he started to get injured. He was kind of a little, little too chubby and out of shape. The injury started to kick in. And then the low point happened a couple of blocks from where we're sitting right now. Yep. And it's funny, actually, um, when I went to the McDonald's last night, and you, uh, you weren't impressed. And somebody asked me, how come it's taking so long? And I said, because this neighborhood is just, you know, the way it is. And there were cops everywhere, and there was a club. 
And I told her, uh, she's like, why are there so many cops? I said, well, people get shot outside this club sometimes. <laughs> and I said, not always. but And I actually thought it was the same club that CC Sabathia punched somebody. So CC Sabathia, I don't know what it is about the city of Toronto and Yankee players. Alex Rodriguez got, like, filmed at the brass yep. rail because someone is not his wife. And, uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. CC Sabathia punched someone in the face outside of a nightclub in Toronto, which is a couple of blocks from our studio here. That ended up on TMZ. But, yeah, he's taken off weight. He's stopped drinking. And as an older dude, he's reinvented his game uh, right now. So we're on board. CC Sabathia uh, tonight, $7,000. So we're going to spend some money uh, here, though, Cam, with uh, Bueller, Walker Bueller. And, you know, it's amazing that when he came in, he was at $6,200, up to $8,000, up to $86, all the way up to $10,500 right now. Uh, don't forget, he had that no-hitter going in his last start camp in Mexico City at that, too, up there in the, in the altitude. altitude. Yep. So he went six innings. You know, they took him out. He's never pitched more than uh, than six innings in a baseball game before. That's the problem here. But he had eight strikeouts in the six innings. He's in a nice spot taking on Cam Cincinnati Reds uh, tonight. <laughs> you're right. It is. It, you even said that last year. You're like, Cam, the red the C for Cam. It's yeah, almost yeah, no. kind of like I should be Cincinnati. That's the birthday present I'm trying to get yeah, you. Well, it's hard to get a big Cincinnati red hat. I do have a... <laughs> I want the big C. Big red, big heat. Like the big, you know. I got a bigger melon to Johnny Bench, I'm thinking. Like, it's, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty it's like a candy apple on a stick. They could use Johnny Bench right about now. They sure could. All right, so my pitchers are CC Sabathia like and uh, Walker Bueller. So like we said, Bueller, six, uh, six innings, no hit baseball, Mexico uh, City. He's given up two runs and 10 hits over 16 innings of work in three starts. Against the Reds, too. Very, very impressive. I think the Dodgers are a play tonight. I think the Dodgers are going to get on uh, going a little bit of a run. We gave the Dodgers to win, and they did win uh, last night. Cam, tonight I'm playing. Uh, this is when we tell you guys, get DailyRoto.com. Tonight I'm dipping into the projections. I'm letting the math guys uh, do the work when it comes to catcher. Yeah. And not just that. It's a combination between the math guys saying that uh, Sal Perez, the number one ranked DFS catcher tonight. Yeah. Sal Perez is going to do some damage. Yeah, and the fact that he's uh, he's he's hitting against Chris Tillman yep. tonight, who's uh, Chris Tillman's ERA is higher than my friend Cam Stewart's cholesterol. Yeah, it, and my cholesterol is pretty high, Morency, even though I am eating more vegetables. You said it, Perez, 357. Uh, for, uh, yeah, he's got three RBIs. Very successful against him, so that's a really good I like matchup. Yeah. So it, Sal it, Perez, yeah. Tillman's a gay. Tillman can give up a lot of runs. And Sal Perez, remember, he's coming off the DL, too. He was hurt. He's healthier now. Uh, I like uh, I like the Royals bats tonight. I like the Brewers bats tonight so in the Mile High City, and I like a couple of the Jays uh, bats uh, once again. But uh, Marquez is on the hill tonight for for Colorado, and it's amazing if you look at this guy's splits. Uh, Cam horrible between uh, road. How about this, guys? On the road, he's got a one nine six earned run average. Woba two seven two. At home, his ERA is ten six four. Woba. 408. That is brutal. It's insane. No, there's a well, lot. It's, he's, I, he just can't pitch at course. I and you're getting you're getting Lorenzo Kane. You're getting Ryan Braun going into the into the park here. The the temperature is starting to warm up a little bit. Listen, Colorado hasn't been a launching pad so far this year. The Rockies bats haven't really come alive yet. I think it's going to start to happen any any day, and especially as we come. Normally, it's right around now, and by the time June, you want to jump on this trend before it happens and starts exploding. But I'm grabbing a piece of a couple of bats in this game, including Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun's going to be my uh, my first baseman. 
I love it. I, I You said it. If you want to stack Milwaukee Brewers tonight, you're in an absolutely great situation with the home road splits at Coors. They're going to get absolutely rocked. You can make a case for Kane, Santana, Shaw. I got yeah. another guy. I got another guy in my lineup. Yelich, I think, is going to have a huge night. He's also hot, Gabe, hitting 370 in his last seven games. I think there's going to be a lot of Milwaukee. I can see Milwaukee and Colorado tonight being like a 12 to eight type of game. Like it's going to be an old school slugfest. All right, uh, I'm taking uh, Salarte tonight. Like Blue Jays. Solarte. Uh, yeah, Jervis Salarte, three for six in his career with a double, a triple, and a stolen base. And a run scored against uh, Mike Leak. And Mike Leak's always leaking. Oh, Mike Leak is Mike like Leak's my shingles leaking. on my roof. I'm a little bit scared. There's always a bucket underneath. Yeah. Mike Leak sucks. Yeah, Mike Leak blows. So we're going to grab a piece of Solarte uh, here. We're talking about uh, Chris uh, Chris Tillman sucking. We gave you Marquez's numbers. Yep. Uh, Tillman's just been an absolute gas can as well. Cam, his earned run average is nine two four. Tillman's awful. Let's not let's not overthink these things. I right? don't like. I, you know, today I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it takes longer to put a baseball lineup together. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying it's the greatest lineup ever, but today I was like, man, Tillman blows. Mike Leach sucks. Marquez is going to get hit hard in, in Denver. <laughs> I'm looking at this. I'm like, all right. So and we're going to take Mustakis. Uh, Mike Moustakis, you know, this guy's just crushing a baseball game. When he hits it, it uh, usually goes deep. Yes. Oh, yeah, 10, 10 home runs. Yes. 28 RBIs, 23 runs scored. Moustakis is uh, the moose, as yep. uh, they call him, uh, has been putting up. Shortstop I had a problem with, actually, tonight, because I spent a lot of money, but I'm going to go with Eddie Nunez. Eduardo. I looked at him, actually. 29 DK points in the last three games. I didn't really have a lot of money left because I've been throwing it around here uh, a bit. Um and I got Kane in the outfield, and we'll get to the other two outfielders. Like but Eddie Nunez, shortstop. Outfield Kansas City here. Alex Gordon, Cam, against Tillman. Alex Gordon right now, in his last seven baseball games, 12 for 28 with three home runs. Oh, he's um, and, I, and he's getting a crap-ass pitcher here. Yeah, exactly. You can't just play guys who are on hot streaks because it is matchups. Baseball is all about matchups. Yep. But I got a good matchup here. I got a good matchup, and I got a red-hot bat here in Alex uh, Gordon. And you want to talk about hot, Cam. The kid is hot tonight. Whoa. Whoa. So hot tonight. Sizzling. Where will he be be tomorrow? Yeah. Who's hot? Kevin Pillar. Kevin Pillar is Uh, on fire. Kevin Pillar, uh, very, very hot. Great start to the season. Yeah, Pilar, Pilar's been getting done. How about this? Got hits in 11 of his last 13 baseball games. Uh, Pilar uh, does it. You're looking at Mike Leak. Look, uh, Blue Jays' uh, bats came alive in the baseball game last night after they were down by a couple of runs. I think the Blue Jays are in a good spot once again here uh, this evening, uh, Cam. So I got Kevin Pilar. So my lineup is Bueller, Sabathia, Sal Perez. I got Ryan Braun at first base like, uh, tonight. Yeah, you can yeah. play him in the outfield or at first base, but I got him at first base. I got uh, Solarte, Moustakis, Nunez, and in the outfield, Lorenzo Kane, Alex Gordon, and Kevin Pillar. I think it's a pretty good lineup. Bueller, right. Sabathia, Perez, Braun, Solarte, Moustakis, Nunez, Kane, Gordon, Pilar. What do you got for us? I got a lot of stuff going, Morency. I got to tell you, and I really love where the pitchers are going right now. Caleb Smith is on the Miami Marlins, but let me tell you something. This guy has been absolutely special. His numbers are fantastic right now, and 
he, he's a guy. I, I Atlanta, yes, they're they're a good baseball team, but I think Smith is really going to bring it to the table. And his price to me is insane at seventy three hundred dollars for a guy that's hot. But my favorite pitcher tonight is Garrett Richards. Garrett Richard has a thirty two percent K rate versus left handed bats, and it's a great situation tonight. The Minnesota Twins have like seven left handed bats in their lineup. It's it is lining up for Richards as my pitcher. It's $8,900. So I only spent basically 16200 on the starting pitchers. So I got a lot of good guys there going with that. Gary Sanchez of the New York Yankees, $4,500 is my catcher. I like his situation against Boston. I can see some runs in this game. The only Cincinnati Red Cam's team that I like is Joey Votto. Uh, tonight, $4,500, Marenzi. Um, this pick is absolutely insane at second base, but sometimes you have to look at the numbers Ryan Goins in his career for Kansas City, he absolutely owns Tillman. Remember as a member of the Blue Jays, Gabe? 31 at bats. He's hitting 323 uh, against him, and he's very, very cheap. So I, I slotted him in the lineup at 2400 bucks. Now I can spend some money. Nolan Arenado, I see Milwaukee raking. I see Colorado raking in this game. And Arenado has been absolutely on fire for the Rockies. He's he's the main guy, so I'm going to think we're going to get a lot of runs in that game and production. Didi Gregorius, $4,400. I like him, yeah. Didi Gregorius is in a really good spot tonight, too. Uh, he absolutely has 24 at bats versus Rodriguez in the game, hitting 292 with a dinger, so he's had success against him. I'm going back to Trey Mancini. He's hot. I, I, I can see him starting to go real deep. I like deep. Mancini tonight again as well. Mancini's in a really good spot. He's had one at bat, but it being a home run, I'm going with Yelich as my Milwaukee Brewer and taking a shot with Carlos Gonzalez. That rounds out the team, Marenzi. All right, if you guys want to win two tickets to a World Series game uh, this year, 2018 World Series, go to DKMS dot com slash FNTSY. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. I guess we could recap our baseball lineups. <laughs> Basically, the I was going to put for, the format of this show is the first two hours. It's just dumb and dumber with me and Cam <laughs> exactly. and the smart guests that join us. Uh, but then in the six o'clock hours, the DFS <laughs> hour lineup lock live. Except there's not a whole lot of uh, lineups and uh, DFS to actually. Uh, you know, to be honest, I guess on days like this. We're gonna have to start making multiple baseball. That's ex- I was gonna. Alter- and, 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 I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna say an uh, alternative. Yes, one. I was gonna say on days like this, we got three segments in the final hour. We got three lineups. It took me a while to put one together, but I think we can squeeze out three. 
just a little insertion, you know, keep a couple of guys the same. Like you have your core guys and then kind of mix it around. It's kind of like lottery numbers. You keep a few and then uh, we go digging for more. Yeah, I mean, what do you want us to do? Talk about uh, what Sunday's uh, basketball DFS? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love your jersey. It is for, up, For people who don't know, I, I, we got to get the webcam. I, I keep on thinking it's the Milwaukee Brewers. I love your Morency. Morency. It's Morency Sports, Morency baby. Baseball. Oh, I love It's a great Morency jersey. Morency Baseball. Uh, Double zero. I'm gonna put a, should I put a hockey lineup together with one game? Well, that's the thing. I, 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 I was going to do say it. that. I that's what I was going to say. We, got, we, we do have a showdown tonight, so it's the yeah. one-game showdown. I like showdown. Let's do it. Uh, Fantasy Factor have an interesting uh, pool going on right now. Uh, basically, uh, ch- check it out. It's like a home run uh, pool. Like if there's six home runs hitting a night or seven home runs hitting a yeah. night and eight home runs, etc. It's like a home run jackpot over at Fantasy Factor. But let's take a look at uh, DraftKings uh, right now. NHL hockey, you've got one game on the board this evening. And the question is, you got to ask right now, all right, is it going to be a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game? I think it's gonna be. I think we're gonna get over the number at five and a half. It's a game seven. It is a game seven. It's gonna be pretty tight. Yeah, it's, and you got to go with who's gonna win the game. Who's your goalie gonna be? I'm gonna go with uh, Hellebuck. I have to. Uh, I'm, I'm doing this flex lineup. I put together so I got three hundred dollars. I can't. Buy- <laughs> I just went with Dude. Wheeler, Johansson, Bufflin, Forsberg, Hellebuck. No, that's not happening. That's the thing with these showdowns. Man, I'm not the, used to the salary cap. It's all. Thing. It's kind of screwing me up, man. Yeah, it's exactly. like, the players and, are and it expensive. Just says, it just says flex, 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 flex. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like okay, well, we'll put something together. We'll go with Flip Forsberg. I like for. No, that guy is money. If you're going to take any player, Flip Forsberg's got to be your guy. He's been huge for Nashville. That goalie score between the legs, like, he shows up in big games, man. I love that guy. Flip Forsberg. I'm going to put Forsberg in my lineup, too. Josie. So you're going to go with um, more Preds, and I'm going to take more Jets. Yeah. And now, now I got to reach. No, 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 no. You see, things become very interesting around this. Matthew Perot, $5,100. Craig Smith, $5,600. Now I got ninety eight hundred dollars to drop. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know if I can get any. Okay, get anybody Ryan for Johansson. Two. Here we go. I got a lineup. Do you need a goalie in the lineup? Because, or do you just go for a player? This lineup basically it's all players. You don't even need to put a goalie in. The one that I'm on, I'm on. Uh, yeah, it's basically it's just it's two, four, six players. Gabe, total fifty thousand dollars salary cap. Yep. NHL showdown, two K, two man advantage. That's the one I'm on. $8 entry right now. Yeah. No, I, I know. I don't have a goalie in this lineup. Okay, good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, okay, yeah. wicked. Yeah, so I got I got yeah. a lineup too. So let's go through your lineup, and I, I managed to put one together. Who do you got? I got Flip Forsberg. Yep. Roman uh, Yossi. P.K. Subban. Matthew Perot. Craig Smith. Ryan Johansson. I like it. I actually yeah. like that lineup a lot. I, we have a couple of the guys, but I went with basically. Heck. I've got Nashville stacked. Here. Yeah, and I got Jet Stash. The only I got two Nashville guys. I got Flip Forsberg at eleven thousand eight hundred. I got Blake Wheeler for the Jets at eleven thousand. I'm going with Bufflin to crush some skulls and get some points tonight. Ninety four hundred. Kyle Connor seventy four hundred. Matthew Perot a smooth fifty one hundred. Great price for him. And Kevin Fiala the little water bug for Nashville fifty three hundred. I like it. All right, I do too. Uh, actually, I, it's kind of it, this is hard. You, you got to be basically to win this. You got to be perfect, right? You're talking one game. It's one six game. players. Yeah. How many goals? That's what I'm saying. Go how, many goal, how many goals are going to be? It's going to be three goals in a game. You know, you could win with 
defenseman block shot. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing, man. It could <laughs> address accordingly. Interesting. But I like our teams we did put together. It's pretty good. Not bad. Our boy Kitchener Ranger Ray. Oh, Miss Kitchener Ray. He just realized that uh, he actually won a trifecta box at the Kentucky Derby. Five, six, seven. $24 paid $565. He just realized? He just realized. Why, the ticket was in his wallet? I, don't or? Know, I guess he didn't. What's the backstory, Kitchener, Ray? Like, weren't you, like if I had that t- ticket, I'd be like, oh, hey, I got five, six, seven. Like, you're watching the race. You're Stooch, watching the tote board. Stooch says the reason Phil Mickelson's wearing that shirt, he owns part of the company. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, we know. That. We know. Yeah, why the hell do you think he's wearing it? There's no way in hell Phil Mickelson is wearing a workday dress shirt. Yeah, but why doesn't he make the material, like, thinner? That's something? what I said. They come up with, you've seen me, Gabe, in my Ricky Fowler shirt that I, like, bust out of, right? My Puma. It's called dry something. Like, yeah. even when I'm soaking wet, Morency could pour a pitcher on me, and after a while, the shirt dries. Yet, Phil is wearing a it's super like, uh... heavy cotton blend, and he's dying. But know why? And I'll tell you why he's wearing it. Take a look at the sleeves. It's the insignia of Phil jumping one inch at the Masters 21. He's got a one-inch for That's the thing, and it's huge, too. Take a take a look at it, man. It is a big, big decal. How many people you think bought these golf shirts uh, today? Zero. Zero. This is the I biggest, don't think they made one sale. This is the biggest shirt failure since the puffy pirate shirt on Seinfeld. <laughs> You're so right. Phil I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> Grog. That was great. Uh, we're here with Jerry Seinfeld on a Today Show with Brian Gumble. It's a very interesting shirt you're wearing, Jerry. It's a stupid shirt. I don't want to be wearing it. He made Kramer's girlfriend cry. Yeah, why didn't someone just come out with, like, a pirate shirt exactly. at this at this point in time? I'd wear it. Like, dude, it's horrible. Like, it's, it's, it's so shit. Like, I, I can't even tell you how bad that shirt is. And think about it. Dude, if, if we're in Florida, that, it, 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 he's like from the business, from the boardroom to the golf course. Like you're rocking a dress shirt at the. It's just Phil Mickelson it, would wear anything. It should be yeah, well for money. Like you, pair, yeah. you know my term. You show up for the opening of an envelope. When it comes to cash, you give Phil a check. He's there. I'll be real though. If they if they want to pay us, I'll do the show wearing that shirt. I have a feeling that work day with a office dress attire is really kind of not somebody not that's going to be barking our down. More Morency. We like to bet sure, on yeah, golf. Yeah, yeah, we do. Like more, yeah, to get us something that we can, yeah, like we'll bet on it or something when like I'm that. When I'm tapping and betting golf, I like to look sharp, sharp. in my Phil Mickelson work day <laughs> shirt. <laughs> if you want to gamble like a champ. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta look gotta like, like and a look like a champ. <laughs> exactly. I like though Phil Mickelson goes. I think I look good. What do no. you think? And if people are like, no, well, you look pretty hot. Yeah, it's you yeah. know steaming in there. <laughs> what a joke! I'm hot here. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm sweating it up just just sitting here. I don't know what I'd do with Phil's shirt. It'd be pretty wet. <laughs> like I gotta tell you, Marenzi, after me wearing that for 18 holes of golf in the Florida sun, I'd be wringing it out. <laughs> It would be bad. Well, there's uh, people in Vegas. Check this out. Uh, <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Mark andre Fleury, please meet Bark. Bark andre Fleury. <laughs> oh, and they made a jersey, Bark andre Oh, that's so good. What a cute pup. He's nice. You don't see many. Like, I, I got to tell you, around the studio, Marenzi, it's a... Uh, it's hard to find. Um, no, they're all. No, uh, they're all purse dogs. 
these women come in with their the dogs. The dogs. The dogs in this condo are like the women that live in the condo. They're uptight. They're oh yeah, very very unfriendly. Nervous in the elevator. You hit the button to hold the door. What's going on? I'll tell you something, man. You said it. I've never seen more purse dogs and like mean little yappy dogs and pugs. But there's a couple guys who got the old like hound dog, and they're the nicest people in the building. It's almost weird how somebody who owns a dog is a reflection. Like I told you, Coach K turned it into the devil. Exactly. And Ralph Regan turned into the turtle in Ireland. These people, dogs, it's people, not their fault, no, but the dog is becoming the owner. Yeah. Exactly. If your owner's mean and prude and doesn't give you the time of day, the dog becomes standoffish. Know who the friendly? The old hound dog. I get, guess it's fitting that the word is bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> hey. That's the, there's, well, there's a lot of bitches around. No, I hate to say it, but it, it's uh, it, you're exactly right. Like these dogs, they take on the personality. But you are right. Actually, I've seen no. I've seen. There's something. a dude though. Yeah. There's a dude, and he's got a cute little Chihuahua dog. Yeah, and he looks like a Chihuahua. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man. It's amazing. He's a Filipino dude. He looks like his dog, buddy. And they walk like they they're one. I'm telling they have you. the same struts and stuff. Yes, I know. it's bizarre. Like you, you are correct. Like there's no, a, there's a couple of people. There's a chick with a red Labrador here. Yes, she's got red. Like they yeah, mend yeah, in yeah. together. I know. It's bizarre. Gabe, I had a neighbor, and she had a bulldog. You know, I used to go to do work at her house and Your stuff. Your neighbor looked like a bulldog. No, like, listen, no, it's crazy. She's a lady too. So I used to help her with like light bulbs. She couldn't reach and freezers. Like trying to help out an older. She had that dog, and as she got older. Her face fused into like the dog and the human. I, I don't. I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't. But it's absolutely true. Dogs and humans. If you're with them long enough, they take the form of each other. It's weird, man. Like I don't know. I, I, we talked about it with Ralph Regan. He's a turtle. I got Coach it. K is a devil. I got to show you this. Romeo dude. Cornell was a brown. He looked like, like he looked like a, yeah. a hound dog. Like you know what I mean? He it's looked. Like, uh, they morph into their logos. The best ever was though <laughs> Ralph Regan looking like a turtle. Oh, he like they showed him and he was a perfect turtle. Like he had the wrinkly neck and the head and the big outer shell. I like Ralph Regan. Yeah, you can't fire a coach if he looks like the mascot. No, like, say, Ralph, I know Maryland, we've had a really tough year, but, God, you look like the Terp. Like, I, I, this is great, I, though. I, Bark Andre Fleury. I, I like Bark Andre Fleury. It's awesome. See, we, we like little dog. And, and they give him a nice jersey, too. Like, the, pack, the point that they said Bark Andre on the back was cool instead of just dog. See, but, you, you know, know, they could have just put dog in the this, back. This is the type of thing that, uh, you know, the Leafs are the much Canadians. They would never think of. They wouldn't let you do it. Because like if idiots. a fan showed up, they would be like, you're not, no, you can't meet him because your dog is dressed up as Carey Price. Yep. You know, they, I know them. Trust me. I, okay. I did their post-game show. I know them. I did a weekend. They, they would laugh. They'd be like, you're not coming in yeah. and getting a picture with the star goalie going to the semifinals right now because you have a little jersey and a dog. Yet Vegas is different. Look. They have all their fans at the practice. They they talk yeah. to their so fans. What's, okay. so, so it's it's like NASCAR on NHL or something me, with Vegas. Let me tell you something from a guy that's been in every dressing room, right? The two hardest rooms to penetrate and get interviews you want were the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. And you know where they are now? 
nowhere yeah. or golfing. I know. And I'm going to tell things, you one thing. Yeah. And I even told the guy, I remember when I left, because I did a weekend show like you, I go, you know what your guy's problem is? You treat everybody like crap. You're uptight. And you know what? You're never going to hunt through. You, you think you're better than the sport. You think, ooh, we have a legacy. We used to win cups in the old days. These other two, these new teams, they well, they make thing. it fun. And you know what? They win. And because that's you why know what? they're in the media, hey, though. here's a tip, Toronto and Montreal, you jackasses. Figure it out. Loosen up and start treating your fans better. And maybe you'll have some damn success. In Chicago, they had a paralyzed kid and stuff when I went there. They let him skate on the ice with Jonathan Taves, all that stuff. They won the Stanley Cup that year. It's almost weird. It's good karma. And these other teams, they think they're too cool for school. Because, exactly. oh, well, we're a Canadian hockey team. You know what? Canadian hockey teams blow me and get better. When Jose, Theodore, when Jose Theodore was the MVP in the NHL with the Montreal Canadiens, um, I was covering the team. and you know, I, I, I used to go in the room after the yeah, game. I did, too. I had to get clips and stuff. Yeah, I hated that crap. So did I. I didn't like going you know what? in. So. I only talked to the fourth-line players and goons because they're the only guys that you wouldn't have to elbow 20 reporters to talk to. That's another thing. You I didn't get, need the clips. No. I would just go. You can't get your job done, though. Because uh, I would rip them. and I didn't want to be one of those exactly. guys who was never accountable. So I'd be like, all right, yeah. I, I rip you guys. But, hey, I come in, in your room. Exactly. I'm here if you yep. want to say something. Exactly. Because that's sort of a code in, in sports media. If you're going to rip the, the team and show stuff, up, make yourself accountable so they can, you know what I mean? I, you know, they used to drive, they used to drive the Expos crazy, man. There was a radio host in Montreal. He used to rip the Expos, the manager, and uh, never show up. He would go to the games, but he would never go near the clubhouse area. And they liked me because they would, man, they would be, I heard you last night, Marenzi, saying <laughs> that I had a crap night. And he goes, but you're right, I did. He goes, at least, at least you show up every day, right? And they actually respect that. So yeah. I used to try to, pop in every once in a while into the room just to yeah. but they didn't like you know what it so. is Marantz, i'm gonna say something the, the hockey hierarchy no, no, yeah, said, they're, no, they're they're old crusty white guys that think oh okay well we're, we're, we're you know what we're bigger than anything and these every team that has that style has not won anything has been brutal to their fans yet vegas comes in this league i know they got a lot of breaks but it's almost a karma situation all the teams that i covered have won the stanley cup have been better in the room than all these teams that have haven't had successes for right. decades for so, decades. So when Jose Theodore was the MVP, he was going to the All-Star game. And um, and uh, the NHL was on Fox at the time. Yep, with the robots. Yeah, the so the they, were, they were paying yep. money, big money they for were. it. So a buddy of mine who was a uh, reporter in Montreal... Who used to? He was a stringer, so he used to do like yeah, work dude. for ESPN or Fox or First whatever. period yeah, here, exactly. the Montreal Canadiens on the power play. Yeah, he used to so, yeah, freelance journalist type dude. Uh, but he was very good at his job, Jeremy Filosa. Oh, yeah. So and now he's he's big time. He's on TV and stuff. He's a big guy, whatever. So Filosa got Fox said, listen, we just need you to interview Jose Theodore for like five to seven minutes. Just get him to talk about what it's like to play in the All-Star game and stuff. And you're not even going to be on camera. It's one just of those deals. So yeah. It'll be in the locker room. And exactly. You just ask the question and back off. And we'll just film him answering and they're going to slice it. With the box mic flash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, no, not even the mic. So oh, it's just sort of okay. he's there. What do you think of this? And then, you know, so they probably put the question yeah. on the screen or whatever they're going to do. So he goes to the PR guy, the Canadians, because you're not supposed to go directly up to the exactly. player. And he goes, listen, I want to, uh, Fox want to do a quick hit with Jose Theodore uh, for the All-Star game. And uh, right away they became suspicious. Why? He's like, well, because he's in the All-Star game. game. And because he's a big star. And they're like, well, how is that going to help us? And they actually stated, no, we don't do this. And they basically don't care. It was like Michel Therrien, 
Michelle Therrien was getting ripped by uh, in the Globe and Mail by Bob McKenzie and you, stuff. You are soft like butter. And Michelle Therrien <laughs> was told you're getting ripped in the media. Yeah. And I know someone to know. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Time decisions, ready for age radio. I want you to finish. Uh, that was a good story because I got more venom uh, yeah, afterwards so, too. Yeah. So they 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 say to him, why? Uh, yeah. So yeah, Michelle Therrien. I'll get back to Jose Theodore. So Michelle Therrien is told, listen, you're getting ripped pretty hard in the media right now yeah. about this PK Subban stuff, and he's like, by who? And they're like, well, you know, Bob McKenzie and, uh, you know, Globe and Mail and, and all that. And he's like, oh, I don't care about that. And then he told, he told the dude, he's like, you only tell me if I get ripped in Quebec. Like, that's all. <laughs> that's no, I'm, I'm telling you. Like, the Montreal Canadiens, like, awesome. Michel Ferrier didn't give a shit. He, didn't, he couldn't care what, like, Bob McKenzie and TSN was saying. But... He wanted to know if the Journal de Montréal was ripping him. You know what I mean? He wanted to know That's if cool. the local. All he really cared about was the French media. He really didn't care. So the Canadians have that attitude. I don't know. Either the Montreal Canadiens really don't like this story or this lithium battery is about to explode in this Apple computer. It's exactly what I told you about, but people listening, it's like the the local hockey media is like, oh, look at these two assholes ripping us again, but they deserve it. Yeah, me and Cam are hearing some, like, weird sounds. Yeah, something weird's uh, going on. I was, listen, I I saw the other day when that vape pen blew up in the dude's face um, due to a lithium battery. I'm convinced that that Malaysian Airlines plane blew up due to a lithium battery explosion. And uh, so vape pen blowing up, lithium battery. So, of course, the first thing I did, I was like, why do I know there's going to be a lithium battery in this computer? And it is. Oh, it is. For sure it is. And then I start looking up MacBook explosions, and they're real. And uh, it can happen. But basically, you know, Apple is... They've got something that uh, cools off the battery or whatever. Yeah, just before it gets hot for explosion. Yeah, it yeah, just, but it, the it, thing it, is, it still leaks. I'm doing everything. I read the fine print. Like, I got on their website about the battery use and stuff. What to do, what not to do with battery. No, dude, I'm violating, like, everything. 
Like, it, dude, the com- this computer, like, I'm surprised it's not setting a fire. It's so hot. <laughs> I know. Like, you know, the other night, it just poofed. It just shut down. Poof. And it turned on, like, after an hour later or something I'm like gonna that. Le- I'm going to leave mine as a backup tonight because uh, you know, Portuguese this, though, Joe put in a nice PC upstairs, so it's fast. This is a finesse computer. We need, like, this is like, uh, we need an industrial type yeah, thing. Yeah, you know what we need? We need a reliable, something that has lots of miles will get us to the desktop. We don't need a Lamborghini. We need kind of a like a, a Corolla, so, something that'll kind of, you know, it'll get us to where we get with low gas mileage. So, like, not like I don't have enough worries in my life. Suddenly <laughs> no, I've been concerned the computer's going to blow up in my face. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so another thing is, it said, if I read the uh, this stuff, so it goes, if you're having problems charging the computer, and sometimes the charger works and sometimes yeah. it doesn't, or if you jiggle... It only works if you jiggle it. Jiggle, jiggle. And it's overheating. Immediately stop using it. Which, how am I going to immediately stop using it? Am I going to stop using it right now? We're live. i got to be honest with you. We're two hours and 46 minutes into the show. You haven't stopped jiggling it only for like, uh, yeah, we've been jiggling the whole show. There's been a lot of jiggling. (laughs) I see, I see your brow, your hand, and you're trying to put like that's the thing. If you're trying to put it on the perfect angle, and it just keeps on sprouting back up. I'm trying not to snap, <laughs> but it's getting hard. I told you, I'm going to leave uh, my old uh, forty dollars Samsung in your good hands tonight. Uh, don't worry, it won't blow up. I'm dead I don't serious. Think I don't even think it has enough power to get like too hot. You know what? I think I'm going to like take an ad out on the in a paper or something, just to yell at Apple. I got to go there. I'm going to go. We're going to go to the Apple ama- store. No, no, but I don't have a people, choice. People swear by them, Renzi. The problem is there are people who are like weekend warriors. Yeah, they people, do their you know business. who swears by Apple? People who invested in Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other people. Apple stock. Well, and other people that are working on it 10 minutes a day or whatever. You know, ooh, I, my Apple lit up. Like, you You basically got this thing running, like, on overtime with a generator. Like, it's that computer's seen a lot of hard work, though. No, it's like a car that we're beating the crap That's out the of. That's the thing. We, we're, 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 I, yeah, I'm trying to get every last I gotta be honest with you, this son of a bitch. You haven't gone for an oil change in a while, and basically soon the gears are going to start grinding. It's one of those yeah, things. Like yeah, the, yeah. the car starts, but one day it might not turn over. You ever seen, um, you seen the commercial cam? <laughs> I think it's for Progressive. Yeah. In which it's uh, when you, you, we were talking about how people like turn into their dogs. For sure. You seen a commercial where people, you turn into your parents? Yes. Oh, yeah. You so turn I, into your mother? Yeah, kind of like I bought 17 things of mustard because it was on sale. Yeah, like, actually, I can't say no. It's actually a pretty... Uh, yeah, I enjoy it, too. It's actually a pretty funny commercial. I am like my parents, too. I'm always <laughs> penny pitching. They're sitting in a row, and the guy says, uh, why would I throw it out? It's not broken yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm at that point. I hate to admit in my life, but I know that this computer has issues. But it's sort of like I jimmy, jiggle... And, you know, I'm like, no, I can, you know, we can get more out of this. We can get more out of this. Because once it's done, it's done. Like, I am oh, going to smash no, this I thing. Know. You know what I think I'm going to do, actually? I think I'm going to just throw it in the garbage chute. No, not good enough. You got to do it because you do extra shows. You kind of, if you're going to be a showman, you got to no, be a real showman. Why don't you, you just smash it up with I a once, baseball bat? I once, threw a, uh, I once threw a cell phone through a garbage uh, chute, like 21 floors. It felt pretty good, actually. Really? Yeah, you, yeah. I think taking a hammer I know, through it will make take, you feel I, better. Yeah, I know. And just get goggles on, because no one are lucky. You'd smash the computer, and a shard would go back in your face. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So you got to wear goggles. And if you if you recall correctly, uh, many years ago, I once smashed a television set live on the radio. I remember with a hammer, and um, 
I didn't know TVs could catch fire, but evidently they do. <laughs> it's so, not like a car that's got no oil. Or yeah, it was like an <laughs> older. It might catch fire. It was like an older television. It was like an older television, and uh, man, like I put a hammer through it, and like this weird crystal and like weird smoke that's like the, that, started coming out. It was like toxic fumes, essentially. <laughs> Buddy, I told you, I, I totaled a car, and uh, and that's what happened. I smashed it right into a. Somebody pole. complained. Yeah. Somebody complained because after I took the TV and I dumped it in the hallway, and uh, somebody complained to HR that I was smashing televisions with a hammer. They didn't, they, they, you know, but it was described like I was smashing televisions on a rampage in the office building. Which you weren't. No, it was designed on the air. And if you recall, uh, the guy actually got in shit for giving me the TVs. I actually smashed like three of them. Don't, but I, think uh, I, threw, threw, I actually, threw a hammer. Yeah. You remember that we used to have the graveyard of equipment? That's what I'm talking about. They, they were dead. They should have been thanking you because the TVs were taking up prime real estate. You know how expensive they square footage is? They're used to it was nuts, man, this building. Like, there was this room of TVs. And it was just, like, TVs oh, and, like, shit. equipment. And it was a graveyard. Like, it didn't work, basically. So I basically said, hey, why don't we smash this TV up out of frustration instead? Because I wanted to smash the real TV. And uh, we got the idea, no, let's bring in these TVs, and we got the go-ahead. But the thing is, it was a big brouhaha because the guys in that room used to lock the door and get wasted. Yes. They used to drink oh, like, I know that. on the job. Like, they had a couple of guys, actually. It's, it's amazing. So how, they, would, yeah. they would get drunk in oh, this I know graveyard room. <laughs> I know. And the shit hit the fan because I smashed a bunch of TVs, and they were drunk, and they gave me TVs. It was quite the uh, the frat house atmosphere in that building. You said it though. I remember. I remember. If you recall, I broke the, I broke an entire area of lighting by punting a football. Indoors. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> and the best is though, the boss giving you to keep you like let you yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for special smoke area. But I will say this: it's amazing how weird and unfair the world is. We were doing shows every day there. Sure, you got aggressive a couple times, but those guys were certifiable piss tanks. Like, they were drinking. Oh, yeah. They weren't just drinking beers. Like, I saw these guys. They're drinking 60-pounders work, drunk, working on equipment at work. And we're the guys who get in trouble? <laughs> I got to tell you something, man. Uh, sometimes it's, it's absolute BS. But anyway, no, you're right, though. That place was absolutely nuts. I, one of the best times ever was Steve Cooley as hockey broadcast. Hockey! Yeah, my wife's sexy. I love hockey more. Yeah, Coolius, uh, Coolius had some booze in his yeah. fridge, and it wasn't there, all right, after the show. Oh, yeah. So he comes out. Right away, he starts blaming Cam. Like, he went right towards. Yeah, he did. What the hell, you guys? Uh, you know, Cam put cheese in his fridge. He was freaking out once about the cheese. Yeah. So this guy's freaking out, and he's freaking out about this booze, all right? He's like, oh, you guys are too much. I know it was you. Because we actually happened to be drunk at that time. So, like, we were partying, and we're sitting there, and he starts freaking out. And the best is Steve Ludzie rolls in with the bottle in his hand. I know. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Former head coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning. That was the best thing at the bottle. Yeah. And the bill, like, See, we told you it wasn't yeah. us. I told you, cool. told you it wasn't yeah, us who boy. stole your booze, Ludzie, all right? Ludzie stole it. Yeah, Ludzie, Ludzie was Ludzie uh, likes Su- He likes Sudzie. I love, I, I love Ludzie. One night, Ludzie forgot uh, he was. He took his cowboy boots off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he locked them in a green room. <laughs> Except it was the middle of the winter. And I guess he, he didn't even realize. So basically, Cam, he actually, like, left. He went from, like, the TV studio into the parking garage, got into his car, 
and got out to get gas, basically, outside. And people recognize him from TV. Head coach in the NHL. <laughs> people look over, and he's not wearing any boots, and it's the wintertime. They're like, you all right, coach? He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I forgot my boots. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Steve Lutzing. Yeah, he told nice. me the story the next day. He's like, hey, man, you know, because you won't believe it, man. He goes, I left my freaking boots in the green room, but <laughs> I forgot that I left them here and I drove and I got out. And, and man, people saw me in my socks. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, one of the greatest guys, though. Uh, he had all the time in the world for us. I'd love to get him on the show. So here. would I. He, uh, He's Steve, a good guy. Steve Ludzig. He played in the NHL for 14 years. He was actually a good player, man. Yeah, like, four, he had last 14 Ludzig years. was yeah. a pretty uh, tough guy. And then uh, then he was a head coach in the AHL. And then he was head coach in the Tampa Bay Lightning Yep, with Vinny LeCavalier in early days. And his stories, man, like he'll have, best. he'll have you in tears, that guy. He'll have you in tears. Like you'll be crying some of his stories. He told a story. You know, Sebastian Bach, the singer of Skid Row. Animal. His brother... Zach is uh, is a goalie and a good goalie. Yeah, Zach Burke. Yeah, remember Zach Burke? Yeah, that's yeah. Sebastian yeah. Bach's real name. That's right, Burke. Yeah, Burke. Yeah, Zach Burke. Yeah, Sebastian Burke. Bringing me back. Wow, I can't believe I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Zach Burke was a goalie, a good goalie in the Ontario okay. Hockey League. Whatever, sort of backup caliber in the NHL. So um, he gets called up. All the goalies are hurt with Tampa Bay, and Zach Burke gets called up. And every, a couple of guys on the team were excited. They were like, oh, cool, man. This guy's Zach Burke, man, his brother, and, like, Skid Row. So Ludzi, of course, has no idea who Skid Row is, right? So he's like, what, who's this? What, is, what are you guys all excited about this Zach Burke kid for? What's going on? They're like, oh, his brother is a, is a rock star in, in the band Skid Row. So they show Ludzi, and they play Skid Row. Oh, he must, he must, so he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and... Then he finds out that Zach Burke has vertigo. That's what held back his career. Wow. So he told me the story. He goes, Gabe, he goes, I had once had a goalie, man. The brother is some rock star guy, some crazy guy. I had vertigo. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, people ask me why I didn't coach longer in the NHL. He goes, because, uh, uh, you know, I got goalies with vertigo. I can't think of a sport where you have 100 miles an hour of galvanized rubber coming at your head that you like vertigo. Like Jason Day has vertigo in golf. You're walking up a couple hills. But hockey? Like think about having vertigo in hockey with up and down, up and down, side to side, pucks in your face. Like that's, that, uh, like, that's insanity, man. No wonder he didn't make it. Like the fact that he even made the OHL level is pretty impressive. <laughs> Don't you think? And to your earlier comment about lithium batteries and stuff, Marenzi, I was driving a car up in Yellowknife in an ice patch. I smash into a pole and the airbag. And know what? I, I've never had an airbag. If people out there, if you know, if you've ever been punched in the face by an airbag, it's the same thing. It kills. It cut up all my face. And this powder that comes out, it smells so crazy. It's like that lithium battery. And I like ate some of it. I'm telling you, that stuff's like death poison, man. It's powder of death. Like it is very, I don't know what, what, what they got in airbags. But I'm surprised. It's probably took a couple years off my life. Uh, speaking of which, our boy Kyle in Atlanta yeah. uh, checks in. Says, man, I love daytime drinking, but, man, I went too hard. I've been to four places already. I'm on my sixth Jaeger bomb and my fourth Bud Light draft. I'm now at a strip club watching golf and smelling ass. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And then he tweets, where are you at? Where are you at? <laughs> We're here. I'm not in Atlanta right now. <laughs> <laughs> where are you at? 
Kyle, Kyle's the best, man. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. This guy, uh, yeah, this guy's the best. Like I said, this guy, man, he's a big dude, man. I saw him plow like a serious, serious. Oh, he's the guy who wants to challenge me with the eating, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, This guy sounds like a killer. Yeah, but you know what, though? He actually told me that he used to aspire to be a competitive eater. Yeah, I used to, too. And he, he did dabble in it, but um, he said he had to give it up. That stuff's really not good for you. <laughs> Gabe, I did it once with chicken wings in the morning with Joe Bowen, the voice of the Leafs, and a Canadian regurgitating champion. I was beating him for seven minutes, Rodney Abel, and then he took me down in the last two minutes. I ate 78 chicken wings in 10 minutes, and if I ever do that again, I'll probably die. Like, And I did it in the morning, too. That was the worst. Like, It wasn't even like at lunch or dinner. Like, I was eating chicken wings like at 6 o'clock in the morning, morning show for breakfast, and they were cold because they bought them the night before, and I still plowed 78. I'm never – my doctor told me not to – he goes, you can't go in competitions like that if you want to die. Like, you're, not, for this you're, not, you're not getting paid for it. That's the thing. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm eating chicken wings. Wow, yeah, and dying. Um, not cool. You know, of course, Kyle. Kyle's making a big push for me to move to Atlanta. Uh, I think he'd be happy there. He's telling me – that's what he keeps saying. He goes, off, he goes look at all those other places, yeah. man. He goes, come down to Atlanta. Yeah, and, you know – Atlanta, Atlanta Falcon games, three dollar beers, two dollar pizza, everything's dirt cheap. You said it. The weather's nice. I know. The southern hospitality Hospitality. is uh, off the hook. It's actually kind of weird because you have a lot of things in your life that you like, like the old comfort foods in Atlanta. You can eat like a champ for cheap there, man. Like you'll really get it done. And it's so you can get a wicked place for like what nineteen hundred a month? Are you kidding me? You can get a palace with estates and a pool, man. I know. Like we're getting absolutely screwed. Screw job. <laughs> it's true. All right. Uh, so we've got That's a couple, picks? couple of minutes. Picks, picks. Well, Marenzi, who, who was it that was yelling? Yeah. Was, what, picks? Oh, picks, no, it was a guy, picks? It was a guy there once yelling me about a pen. That was it. Where's oh, the yeah. pen? Yeah. Oh, no. Pen. That was at Montreal at the Mies, uh, yeah. at that club. He he goes, remember you he were goes, there? He goes, yeah. I go, my picks, my pen. He's like, my pen, my pen. And we're watching NFL games. I'm like, Brancy, if we don't give this guy a pen, he's going to kick. Like, that guy was a psychopath, man. The guy yelling at us. Yeah, we're playing the lottery. Hey, my pen, my pen. <laughs> my pen. I'm like, chill out, buddy. I know, dude. It's not even a big roller. It's like a 30-cent paper made. All anyway, right. NHL hockey. I'm taking the Predators. Oh, game. Okay. Wow. 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 There you go. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he's a cat. <laughs> Predator. Taking the Predators. <laughs> taking the, uh, the Yankees. What's a Yankee sound like? Uh. Go F yourself. <laughs> Hello, I'm Stephen Regal. I'm taking Hello. the Kansas City Royals. Hello, I'm Stephen Regal. Toronto uh, Blue Jays? Hello. No. Cheap, 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 cheap. I got a bird's nest on top of my uh, light, light at home. It's amazing. Sure. I'm taking the Dodgers. Yep. I'm not fighting in your crooked war. And the uh, St. Louis Cardinals? Cheap, cheap, yes, cheap. He can't do two different birds. <laughs> Predators minus 155, Yankees minus 130, Royals minus 105, Jays minus 160, Dodgers, screw you in your war, man. (laughs) I'm moving to Canada. Cardinals, what do you got, Cam? Toronto minus 160, Miami Marlins plus 100, Angels minus 150, Baltimore cheap, 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 and I'm going with the Jets in regulation plus a half. And over five and a half. Good luck with your plays tonight, buddy. Yeah, from now on, all picks will be given in animal sound effect. Yes. Scout Radio coming up next. Later.